0: Hi everyone, this is Alicia and today we have Pierre-Antoine from France. Pierre studied environmental engineering, science and management at Tsinghua University with a double degree with one of the leading French graduate engineering schools in science and executive engineering. He's also working as a data scientist at Danone. I was so thrilled to have this conversation because we touched on so many topics around sustainability and startups, which are also two of my favorite interest areas. We covered the French social entrepreneurship landscape, data science and finance and sustainability, and people's behavior in environmental awareness in today's world. This conversation highlighted the importance and upcoming trends in sustainability and bear in mind, this was recorded back in December two thousand and twenty, so some facts and opinions might have changed ever since. So, without further ado, let us dive in right ahead.
1: Hi, Pierre. How are you? Welcome to the podcast.
2: Hi, Alicia. Yeah, thank you for opening this session, and I'm very happy to have this conversation with you. So, I'm Antoine. So, I'm from France so uh, i did my bachelor degree in france so it was a three-year undergraduate program to prepare uh, french national competitive exams kind of <clears throat> french gaoko and then i joined uh des Min, which is a french graduate school of engineering for a master's degree and now i'm doing a, a double degree between so france and china so in china it's at xinghua university and i focus my studies on energy and environment on the one hand, and finance and data on the other hand. And I'm currently doing a master's thesis related to energy and markets. So during my undergrad studies, I was receiving the French minister of the ecological transition by the chief mm-hmm. of staff of the minister. And after this meeting, I was sure I, I want to, to tackle uh, global issues in a professional way, and especially ones related to the environment.
1: Awesome. Right now, what are you currently up to?
2: I'm intern in a, in a startup, in a French startup. So I'm a CEO advisor intern. So the French startup is uh, LACA. It's a clean tech startup, uh, certified uh, pending B Corporation and B Corp soon, but we'll talk about this label later. So this startup mm-hmm. is uh, located at Station F. So in Paris, and this is the world's biggest startup campus. And so this place is, has like a really great atmosphere to create solutions of, of tomorrow. And so in the startup, my role, my role is multitasking. Like uh, it's about strategy, uh, mainly about strategy and business development. And I completely work hand in hand with the co-founders.
1: Awesome. Cool, cool, cool. Can you yeah. give us a brief introduction of what your startup is doing?
2: Yeah. So, at LACA, so with, the, with the co-founders, we, we enable businesses like uh, big corporations, like banks or you know, any, any kind of firms. So, we enable this, uh, these businesses to get their employees authentically involved and united uh, with concrete CSR actions, so corporate social responsibility actions at a national level so today for that we have kind of like two offers so originally so we um we organize uh environmental actions for employees so it's kind of uh environmental team buildings so those team buildings are like uh, cleaners tree planting or climate colleges and for that, we have more than uh, three hundred local associations all around France, which are our partners to organize these actions. And mm-hmm. yeah, and you know, like today with COVID, it's it's unfortunately hard to to gather people. So yeah. we had like yeah, we had to to reinvent a bit the <clears throat> the business model. So we have to to we had to adapt due to the outbreak, develop the second offer. Which is a SaaS, so a software as a service. So it's a platform. And as you know, this is the, the best business model for a startup today to, uh, to yeah. have a yeah, monthly uh, recurring revenue. And so this platform allows um, the monitoring and sharing of CSR actions of all establishments of the firms. To be clear, the, the establishments can, can use the platform to show what they are doing. Like uh, using green electricity, recycling some stuff, or even or like organizing events with local associations. And at the end, this platform is not is not only useful for the CSR office, but also for communication and marketing offices. And we definitely believe it's not about greenwashing, because it's it helps firm to to communicate about good actions. Positive actions that they already do.
1: It also kind of makes CSR actions and things like that tr- more transparent, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. It it uh, it highlights all the CSR actions that are uh, put into place uh, into the establishments.
1: Just curious, if only large companies are doing this, or is also like smaller companies?
2: So all companies like want, want to have their their the CSR, CSR they want to communicate about the CSR actions but the the platform is really more useful for big companies because the the, the platform can gather all the establishments and the monitoring is is, um, is harder when you have uh, a lot of establishments It's like um, it's like you should take like a, like a, a bank like BNT Paribas, um, which uh, has like uh, more than one thousand, um, thousand retail banks all over France. It allows BNP Paribas to know um, what are the six actions of all the establishments. It's, today, it's impossible for them to to have a, a good monitoring uh, of that.
1: So, so your startup is kind of a social enterprise, right? Yeah. Do you think there are any differences between? A social enterprise and a non-social enterprise
2: yeah yeah like today's i was like i think there's a real big difference so so we talk about like for profit structures of course social enterprise like can be defined as a firm which are thinking to maximize profits while maximizing benefits to society and environment at the same times so Mm. so we can and today for for social enterprises, we can consider like two aspects: there are some labels and also the company status, which make a difference between uh, an enterprise we can we can define as a social enterprise or a non social enterprise.
1: This is a question that I've been thinking like do you think in the future uh there, there's not gonna be a difference anymore it's just gonna be enterprise but all enterprises will become social
2: Mm, i mean (laughs) (laughs) i think that that would be a dream so yeah i think things are going better and better but not for the moment because like Mm. today there is um, so i was talking about the, the labels so there is like a really famous label which is a b corp or b corporation and there are more and more companies who want to be a, <clears throat> defined as a B Corp company so about the B Corp certification so the B Corp level is, is a certification of social and environmental performance so, so it, it, mm. today it works in, in the US, Europe, Canada, Australia but not in Asia for the moment.
1: Because you mentioned about B Corp the last time we spoke. So I looked up Malaysian B Corp companies. There's only one <laughs> company that has a B Corp label. Yeah, but... how many B Corp companies are there in in France, for example? A rough idea. Yeah. If you have yeah, yeah.
2: So um, yeah, because like when, with with a startup, we um, we want to uh, to get the B Corp uh, the the B Corp certificate. So for now, we are pending B Corp. But we will be soon a a B Corp company. So in the world, there's like 3,000 firms certified B Corp and more than 100 in France. So it's already a beginning, but there is more and more enterprises who are certified B Corp. I hope in the future there will be most of the companies.
1: Yes, yes, me too. How's the social enterprise landscape in France?
2: Yeah, so, yeah, like I said, around 100 companies from are certified B Corp. But there is something new in France about the, the social enterprises. It's, it's called, like in, in the US, it's called the benefit corporation. You know, so the benefit mm-hmm. corporation is related to the company's, uh, company's status and um so it's it's for for profit uh, uh for profit corporate entity and it's about the the positive impact on on society on the workers on the community on the community and, and on the environment in addition to the to the profit so you need like to to define in your mm-hmm. status that yeah i want to have a positive impact on society, environment, et etc and in to to define your, your enterprise, if I can give an example for so for example the case of uh, the the brand Patagonia in the in the United States.
1: Yes, 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 yes. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yes, I <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
2: Uh, yeah, and in France, uh, one company uh, which is listed on, on the French stock exchange that became a benefit corporation recently. It's uh, Danone, a world food company. Mm-hmm. And today in France, there are more and more, still more and more companies who want to be, uh, uh, defined as a benefit corporation. So there is, so there is also, I can have like my two other examples in France, and it is in the te- textile sector. There is a blonde a brand called Faguo. It's funny because it means, uh, uh France in, in Chinese. So as far as they want mm-hmm. to develop their brand in China and, also, another brand called uh, the French Pants, which are underwear closest that are made in France and they control all the, the production chain. And, and there are more and more companies today, but I think that this two examples shows yeah. like a, a very uh, big issue about sustainable fashion.
1: Well, that's very exciting. In Malaysia, I think we still have a, a, a pretty long way <laughs> to go about the benefit corporation is it is this like a general thing is there is it also similar like b corp or a general name that we have
2: so yeah we like to pay attention about about this difference because the benefit corporation is related to the company status so it's more like um, it's more like global for all, all the company and the b corp is uh, is issued by the is by v uh, by which is a non-profit organization and this is a, a label um, which is recognized uh, all around the world so for the benefit corporation you need to write in your in your status that uh, you want to have a positive impact and for bico' is it's it's it's, um, it's a test like you need to perform in two categories defined by, by, by B Corp mm-hmm. to, to get that later. Mm,
1: cool. You mentioned that you will be going to Danone. So like how I'm I'm curious on how do you usually choose which company you want to join. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so yeah, so that's that's why I took the example of Danon. It's it's not friendly. randomly. When I'm looking so for internships or for future job a future job and I really want like the, I really want to work for a company which is uh, concretely involved to make uh, things better in the whole world. So, um, so kind of a company which is on the same page as me regarding my my will mm-hmm. my will to make our whole world, uh, world going in a in a good direction direction. And yeah, so that's why I I made a choice to, to join Dynon so for my for my next internship starting in January as a data scientist self, because I mean, I I really found my yeah I really found myself in the motto of the company, which is uh, one planet, one health. Mm -hmm. So the the purpose of of Mm -hmm. Danone is to 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 bring health uh, through nutrition as many people as possible.
1: Mm, That's awesome. For the listeners that are not familiar with Danone, what does Danone do?
2: So Danone is a is a world food uh, company which sells uh, um, products about about food.
1: So, you mentioned that you are interested in finance and data, and you're now studying in the School of Environment. So, how does finance and data link to sustainability for you? Yeah,
2: so I, like I said, yeah, my, my life goal is really to, to use a uh, Data and finance in order to approach, like our environments. But when I talk about environment, it, it includes the social aspect of course social environmental aspects. That's why I also hesitated to, to do an internship in investment banking about um, social investment solutions. So um, I think that today there is more and more ways to use data and finance for good, so for a more more sustainable world and yes. yeah so so first about finance um, you know for instance there is like the the CEO of uh, BlackRock uh, Larry, Larry Fink he said yes. that climate crisis will re- reshape finance and so yes. like today like um, uh, ESG so environmental social governance criteria are more and more important mm. um, when you consider your Financial uh, financial investments financial investments. So so you, you yeah you need to exactly. include more like climate uh, climate risk natural risk or also outbreak risk to so the financial pandemic risk to uh, to financial models. So I think today for for finance there is a transformation of investment models and there is also new financial mm-hmm. products like. Um, social impact bonds, which is the kind of bonds uh, when outcome is a a social return over investments. So you need to to quantify this social return over investments for for your financial model. But this kind of financial products are renewed today.
1: In the future, uh, impact investing or social bonds, uh, green bonds, and you mentioned last time blue bonds. Do you think these type of things in finance will be the new norm?
2: yeah i think for the moment it can be the the majority because it, it's it's uh quite new but there is like really more and more uh, sustainable investments and i mean like considering uh um the long term i think yes not in the close future but it can be not the majority but a big part on investments Will be a, in my opinion, for sustainability.
1: Yeah, very true. Because you mentioned BlackRock, and I saw a, I think a, a letter that Larry Fink wrote. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, he talked about how um, BlackRock is not gonna is not gonna invest in um, oil and gas and companies that are not forward looking, and yeah. that was a really big move. I think as a huge player in the finance industry that is definitely going to change things so what are your thoughts on people's behaviors or their sentiments towards sustainability right now
2: i think that due to uh to to covid 19 i think that many people realize that things are are going wrong with our planet about the the environment in my opinion i think that things are going better Mm -hmm. and better that people are mm. more and more educated about uh, yes and sustainability issues, and I think that um, so there is today a, a big awareness about this topic uh, on the internet, mm. on LinkedIn, or on you know, on Instagram, yeah. on Facebook, or on the media, and I think especially for for young people. Yes, And yes. I think that it's really important to, to have this awareness for 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 the youth. Because young people of today are are the, the leaders of tomorrow.
1: Exactly. Adding on to that, I think now it is not even an option to be to choose to wanna be sustainable. Yeah. I think I think it's kind of mandatory for for us, especially the younger generations, to learn about sustainability. Also super interesting the people in our generation specifically that we we are growing out of the old model, yeah. going into the new sustainability world. And if this is successful, it, it will be good, but then there's also a chance that this could go wrong. Yeah. So it's a very crucial point that we're talking about these things right now.
2: So um, yeah, I think you're, you're definitely right. And there is some hope about um, about that because learning through education In my opinion, this is the best way to raise awareness and to to make things change.
1: I guess like to change things like that, like shouting at people and stuff, wouldn't work. It's only through conversations and calm, peaceful ways, like showing people that vegan food is good. (laughs) (laughs) Those kind of ways, I think those those will definitely work. So, PA, I actually prepared some facts. Yeah, because since we're on sustainability, I figured that there are a lot of crazy facts out there. So I will throw you some facts and then you can tell me if you think I'm lying or or they're actually facts. Okay. Since the nineteen fifties, around eight point three billion tons of plastic have been produced worldwide.
2: Uh yeah, I I think it it's true. I mean I I don't know the, the the exact number but there is a lot and the thing is with plastic yeah. this is this still in, in the ocean. So when the plastic finishes its life in the ocean, today the plastic uh, which was which was produced produced um, like twenty years ago, this Thousands. is yeah, this is still in the ocean.
1: Yeah. 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 And you know you know what's crazier? You're you're right, like this is actually a fact. That's equivalent to the weight of more than 800,000 Eiffel Towers. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And and, and the craziest thing is that only 9% have been recycled. Yeah. So about 7 billion tons of plastic is still out there. Second fact. Worldwide, about 2 million plastic bags are used every minute. 2 million? 2 million plastic bags are used every minute.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's true. And maybe the worst is, it's the thing is, it is we often single-use plastic bags and that's really harmful for the environment. Yeah,
1: it is true. Plastic is killing more than 1.1 million seabirds and animals every year.
2: Yeah, and uh, the thing is, I I, I know this fact because it's around 1.5 million of seabirds, uh, uh, um, which uh, die each year because of the plastic in the ocean. <laughs> Sadly. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You're 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 very
2: knowledgeable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's so like for me, this is so shocking because because we can actually we we can control this. It's something that it's within our control, but yeah. we're still doing it because of convenience. Mm. So, this is definitely something that has got to change. Do you mind sharing with me what shocked you the most as well? Yeah. About people's behavior yeah. or just anything?
2: Yeah. To, to speak about people's behavior, what um, is there is just one thing, one thing that shocked me the most. This is really like the, yeah. the single use. Plastic in, in China it yeah. was yeah. <laughs> like when I arrived in china that, that was the first time I went abroad for for my studies but that was the first time I lived in the foreign country as a resident, and I was able to to observe the way of size. like about china there, there is no doubt that uh, china is really the country for food delivery like. No, yes. every time, Meituan. yeah, <laughs> Meituan, <laughs> Eleme, so uh, those are the yeah. Chinese uh, Uber Eats or Deliveroo. And uh, no, every time I went to, to the on campus for lunch or for dinner, I saw a delivery driver of Meituan or, or and and that was crazy. Yes. It was like every trash yeah. um, was a bundle of uh, single-use plastic thrown by, by students yeah. uh, who just had their their, their meals, and the thing is, above all, the this plastic is finally not recycled, and it finishes um, its uh, its life in landfills, or if if it's not in nature.
1: Yeah, yeah, like okay. I want to add to that because when I went to China, I didn't know how crazy delivery is. It it it's it's starting to come to Malaysia right now. I mean, because of COVID yeah. as well. Like everyone has been at home so we do a lot of delivery in Malaysia starting to and I'm afraid that it might be like uh, the 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 volume in China you know yeah so so what happened like the I remember very clearly that we have we used every Friday we used to have very packed day so we have the morning class and then the afternoon class yeah. but then these two classes are very close to each other and then we don't have time in between to have lunch so everyone would order in class in the morning class and then get our lunch for Waimai yeah. at the other building. I remember before the start before the class starts there will be one huge black plastic bag with all our trash in it. Whoa. And and people are just like mindlessly ordering a lot of food, plastic bags that are you you know how chinese uh chinese restaurants they, they they focus a lot on the presentation and and the five stars ratings so they want it to be very beautiful and and like premium so they they use even more packaging so every friday i see bags and but there was this one time we even had two bags of just why my plastic yeah that's delivery that's true. and i was like oh my god yeah, and that's only for one class, my class, during that one period. Uh, I can't imagine if the whole school does that every day, and I'm sure I'm sure many classes do that. It's really it's really sad, but hopefully this twenty sixty carbon net neutral thing is gonna accelerate the rate of the reduction of the single use plastic. And I heard like in Tsinghua they're starting to do recycling. Like it's compulsory to recycle. All yeah, things.
2: yeah, that's good to 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 make uh, recycling and not to use every time single use plastic um, to make it like an habit yeah. for for students.
1: Moving. That was really sad. Like <laughs> thinking about it, I'm so sad. <laughs> Think of all the seabirds that will die. Yeah. So what would be ideal? What can we all do?
2: I mean, so it's more about my my ideal. So my ideal is is as. A, Everyone yeah. is aware of uh, sustainability, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so we have some first yeah step. so that, uh, that's first step so um, see so what we can all do uh, I think there's like kind of three levels to act, like. so first, like like us or so the people we yeah, with our behavior so uh, as we as we talk uh, as we told before, to change our behavior, but I think there are, there are other solutions so um, I mean, like a second solution can be about uh, about firms and and startups that develop more sustainable uh, businesses, more sustainable solutions. And I think you can figure out uh, that working in in an incubator. Mm. I think the another solution, like the, the third one, is really about the governments and international institutions, yes. and because they they, they have the yeah. power to 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 add. Uh, Legal constraints to uh, to firms and to 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 people to to make uh, sustainable solutions more more competitive.
1: Exactly, I I like the fact that you brought up how uh, on the governmental level they have more influence and power, and that will definitely be I think that will definitely be more efficient when it comes to changing the individual level of behaviors because. Uh, that's like the the large environment, and then changes the firms and then ultimately us and I think that's one way to see it uh also the other way is um like bottom up yeah, so the individuals also have to like exert this this demand like create a demand for for the companies for firms to see that okay, people do care about sustainability, so I guess we have to actively. Actively choose the type of products that we want. Like we we have to actively check labels for shops to also start offering more sustainable products. I think that would be super helpful. Right now, I was reading a book called New Power, and it was talking about how like the old model is is gone. Uh, well, it still exists, but then now there's new power where power is actually on individuals and uh it, it's decentralized now. So everybody actually will have like an influence around around uh, the people on the people around them
2: yeah yeah. there's definitely like the the power of the of the mass like all the the mass of of the people who can can change uh, we can make things change
1: Yes, and i think once we actually change it i think it's something that's new like this has never happened before um this climate crisis people have been talking about it but i don't think um this has happened before where 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 people and firms and the government have to come together and try to really change the behaviors and the the habits of people so this is all new and w- which i think it it demands for a new type of way to push this cuz like ever since we were born ever since our grandfa- grandparents were born yeah. This was never never a concern, but then today it's it's a concern that's so real and that people still don't realize, which is why I also think that yeah, we need to uh be more serious about it. What is the message that you want to bring to this world as well as a final message that you want to you want to give?
2: yeah so if you if we consider the the current period, so the current period is is really, really harsh. I mean, both uh, mentally and physically speaking. So, um, yeah, if I have one message to to bring to this world is to to yes. continue to uh, to, fight, to fight for your ideals, for for your dreams, and with even more yes. energy than during a business or usual time, in order to 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 to, to yes. get what you want, because everything is making harder with mm. uh, with us with those, uh, those crisis, mm. so um, I think it's really important to to work on 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 some, like uh, mm. having a kind of sustainable way of life. So um, trying to avoid sedent- sedentary la- lifestyle as much as possible, and mm. even more with the mm. with the with the current period with the COVID nineteen, and um, so both physically and, and mentally. And yeah so for that yeah. I suggest everyone to uh, to do a lot of sport like running or sport at yeah. home with uh, like uh, mm. jump rope or eat program and also at the mm. same time to be careful uh, at what you eat so so you can pay mm. attention at uh, Alicia's Instagram account to, to get uh, ideas for <laughs> meals. <laughs>
1: Thanks for the shout out. <laughs> and,
2: um, yes. And the mental <laughs> is also really important. So it's a time to, to discover a new, uh, new, new, to, to, to read some, some books. So, um, I'd yes. like everyone to, so to read my, my favorite book of 2020. So, um, mm-hmm. this book is um, written by Kathy O'Neill. So she made an, an apparition mm-hmm. in the documentary, uh, uh, the, the social dilemma, on Netflix, um, uh, a mm-hmm. one known documentary today. So she's a former trader uh, at Wall Street, and her book is called uh, mm-hmm. "Weapons of Mass Destruction: How Big Data Increases Inequality and Threatens Democracy." And it deals with the the mm-hmm. uh, omnipresence of algorithms and artificial intelligence in in our lives mm-hmm. and it gives a very insightful view of the topic and it's easy to read. You don't have to be a, an engineer to, to read that.
1: Wow, oh, that sounds like a super interesting book. Yeah. Great recommendation. Thanks for advocating for taking care of the self because I think that's something that a lot of people are not focusing on now. Maybe yeah. maybe in March and in April, people were focusing on that because they're like, oh, yay, I I have time for myself. But now as... as um. As the economy is going into a recession and things like that? Things are getting more difficult, as yeah. you said. So people maybe their focus is shifting away again. So this is a really good reminder for all of and to meditate. Yeah, perhaps. definitely
2: so. <laughs> yeah, to to um to talk about this point. So as for me, I I started to so meditation so recently, and yeah, to, to be honest, mm. I, I, I had some doubts about meditation. I thought it was only for mm. people who are I, but not at all. <laughs> and <laughs> and <laughs> at the end, it's uh, <laughs> it's easy to start a meditation with some halves or looking on the internet. And yeah, I think it is yeah. a really good way to to be more more peaceful with uh, oneself and and with the world. And uh, in my opinion, like everyone mm. needs needs that in, in this period.
1: Definitely, definitely, definitely so i guess that yeah. concludes um our podcast very very insightful um i enjoyed it a lot because i'm also very big on sustainability and very glad to to have this conversation with you who is also big in sustainability yeah. and startup i genuinely enjoyed this yeah this so year. yeah ma- ma-
2: many things to you uh Alicia for, for the conversation. It's always a pleasure to have some, some talks with you.